there again. Fancy seeing you here. It's me, Jesse, as always. And that there, that's an idiot. But we call him Wabu. Welcome to Backward Star Galactica, the show where we watch Battlestar Galactica for the first time. But in reverse chronological order. I know, it's crazy. Just come along with us. Why are you talking like that? I just kind of wanted to give it a... You know, this was a very newsy episode, and I wanted to give it like a... Was that you doing a news broadcaster? Yeah, like a little broadcasty, almost like a... Like a Mr. Rogers mixed with, like, uh, Tom Brokaw, you know? Like Tom Brady. I wasn't thinking that, no. And I don't get how Mr. Rogers fits into that. Are you just doing a different Tom? Well, you said Tom Brokaw, and I thought it kind of sounded like Tom Brady. It doesn't, and he's not a newsman, so maybe you can think of a different thing to say. (laughs) Okay, wait, do it again, do it again. Say whatever dumb thing you said again, and I'll hit you with a choice response. Uh, so I wanted to do, like, a news thing, so, like, Tom Brokaw and Mr. Rogers, sort of an inviting pleasant... Get it? I heckled you. Welcome to the show. Oh, my God. This episode's called Colonial Day. Yeah, which only gets mentioned once at the very end. It is a holiday? I mean, perhaps. I don't know. It's really, really not a focal point in the episode. At all. It must be, like, in some sort of... It's a politics-based day. It seems akin to like a fourth of july because he because at the end of dom is like i love colonial day i'm a patriot which is like there's no i don't know what else would be or maybe it's like veterans day i don't really know we gotta just jump into it because i can't with this okay this is a yeah this episode's a head scratcher and we do have some new characters which has been a while it's been a while since we've had a few new ones but we definitely defo got what at least two maybe two new characters at least but that is not what my query is on this Okay, day. go on. Where the fuck does this episode take place? They said it was Cloud Nine, but it looks like a mm-hmm. planet, and there's sky in it. Explain this at once. Go. Yeah, it's if you were paying attention, instead of, like, putting your thumb up your butt, you'd probably get it. They actually make a comment about how the – it's like – they're like, oh, it's almost like the real sky. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, but they fucked up the horizon. No, I remember that. I understand. W- what? Where – why how it's a ship why does this never happen again well i mean that's how come no one it seems like maybe they don't need to find a planet at all they could just live in this simulated vegas type casino world yeah i i think that here are the problems with that number one it's not big enough to house the whole colony right it's just one ship number two i don't know that it's like suitable to like grow crops okay fine let me ask you this why does this never happen again? Yeah, that much is for sure. And I, a lot of Cloud Nine is washed away in the last two seasons. As we know, like, we didn't even know about Cloud Nine until, like, fairly recently. Until the fucking hostage episode. Right. It looked like a bar. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's also Cloud Nine is in that episode, the one that was like a like a fucking pulpy noir episode. <laughs> Remember that one? Right. Cloud Nine was in that. I don't know what to fucking tell you. I don't know why they never do this again. And they make comments to it. It's full of it's full of fontanas and I think that means fountains in some language. It's full of gardens, it's full of topiaries. Uh-huh. It's pleasant. Live there. They even they even point out a gardener so you know that it's not fake greenery. And fountain in Spanish is fuente, so I was close. Yeah, would you say fontana? No. I said fontanas, which is montañas is mountains. So Fountain and mountain rhyme in English, so I think we can all agree it was a great guess. <laughs> now, now that now that that huh. hot topic is off the table, uh-huh. <laughs> go ahead. New characters. 
fat guy. Yeah, I called him the Molemen because he looks like a little mole person. He looks like you know in Night at the Museum how like they bring back Attila the Hun. Uh huh. He looks like he look looks like Attila the Hun. <laughs> so you could have just said he looked like Attila the Hun. Do you think? But no, I specifically mean he looks like an actor that would have played okay. Attila the Hun. Okay. All right. Sure. I wonder that's if fine. he if, is the man who played Attila the Hun. Oh, he it, fucking is! I just looked it up. Is he real? Because yeah. I was gonna say Wilder. I think you're being racist. <laughs> but oh, I guess thank not. God! I've narrowly avoided racism again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, I thought he looked familiar. Good spot. Bingo. Night at the museum. Bingo. Night at the museum. Battle of the Smithsonian. Bazingo. Night at the museum. Secret of the tomb. That's what that third one was called. I have not seen even a single one of those films. Uh, new characters. We also got that reporter that Gaius is banging in the turlet. A fairly inconsequential character, but yes. Yeah, we who we never see again. By the way, neither of these new characters die in this episode. So see ya forever, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. They were garb. Right. Did you catch any new ones? I mean, there were a couple people with like one line here and there. Yeah, but... the the assassin. Oh, assassin. Yeah, assassino. As they say. His name was Valance? Um, I think it was Valance. They kept saying, like, did you kill Valance? I killed – Did who's going to kill Valance? This is Valance. We have him. Yeah, Valance. Uh, that was definitely his name. Okay. Yeah, so they so Valance is a new character. He's an assassin. He's a he's, – he really goofs it. Uh, <laughs> he gets caught so early on. He Like, he gets caught, like, halfway through the episode. And, like – he gets caught by a hobbled Starbuck who's like walking with a cane. Yeah. Um, is Wally the president's? She like asks him to be the vice president. Is that guy new? Yeah, the one she fires. I forgot. I for I forgot I was supposed to do a job. Yeah, that guy is new. Wally. Hi, good guy. I'm Wally. He has to be Australian. Gotta be, except for he doesn't have an accent, and no one calls him Wally. They call him Wally. Yeah, but that's how he would say it if he was Australian. He'd say Wally. Can you, I, can you just fathom any American person named Wally? They're all Australian, is what I think. He sounds like a wallaby, like he'd be in Rocco's Modern Life. Well, I have some family called Walt, and I feel like they go by Wally sometimes. Yeah, and I bet they're like, I'm Wally. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Those are my new my, – I was going to say New England, and then I was going to say New Zealand, and I realized <laughs> that both were wrong. <laughs> Across the board, we suck. <laughs> oh, whoopsies. So, uh, Wally is – like her little, her little uh, vice president, or not vice president, like her little son. <laughs> what is he? I don't know because she asked him to be vice president, and he's like, "Nah, I'm not a politician." Which she's a school teacher. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that. He's like, "Noi." Yeah, he's like, "Noi, noi, 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 noi." So she kind of just like lets him go. She kind of get out of here, earbuds him. Yeah, like, what are you good for then, dipshit? Yeah, and then he <laughs> has a really choice line, uh, where he's like, "At first, I thought you wouldn't fit in." Uh, this quote's too long to do in an Australian accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> good uh, he says i first i thought you wouldn't fit in with all these politicians because they're all liars and backstabbers but i guess i was wrong oh right and he fucking burns her ass yeah burned her i guess shit list annoying ass vice president thomas mm-hmm. he sucks he's just i don't like his face he looks like a real actual shitty white conservative politician that i wouldn't like yeah he does he really does he basically like tries to undermine he basically suggests the idea of a vice president i don't can you explain how the politics of this universe work because they're all in some place and each planet has a representative so this is before guys ship 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 gotta be ship what do you mean ship there's no planet representation because there's no planet but sometimes there's planets 
Gaius represents Caprica, and they're all down on Caprica. Uh. Speaking of that, I had a theory that I don't want to look up because if I'm wrong, it's going to bum me out. But if I'm right, we can maybe rest easy. Remember how we were like, how are they on Cobol and Caprica at the same time? Yeah. What if Cobol is a city on the planet of Caprica? Oh, word. Could be. I do not want to look it up because I bet I'm wrong, but I'm just going to tell no, that to myself. No, I think you're wrong because I think that we've actually seen them be like, look, this is Cobol. Shit, fuck. Like, pointing to a planet. Well, that sucks. In regards to your question about politics, like, it's dumb. Imagine if the actual vice president was determined by the real president reading everyone's vote by name and who they voted for. Yeah, nobody's checking either, so it seems like she could just lie if she wanted. Um, (laughs) 100%. Also, we learn that Tom is like a terrorist. Yeah. People call him a terrorist a bunch in this. Some may call him a teacher. Iron Man 3 trailer? (laughs) Oh my god, what? Remember the uh, the Mandarin is like, some call me a terrorist, that fucking voice he's doing. Yeah, Ooh. you're doing like a Richard Nixon voice. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty much the same voice. Whatever you're doing is very bad. Oh, God. Add that to the list of trailers I never stop talking about. <laughs> so some may call him a terrorist. Some may call him a teacher. Uh-huh. And he is what in real life? He's a terrorist. No, he is a terrorist. He blows up a building. He hires the – he hires – what was his name? Valance. Valance. Point. More like valence point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you're off it today, huh? You're in a different house, and you just forgot how to do a thing. You forgot how to do everything. Yeah, so I may call him a terrorist. You may call him a teacher. But he's my only shit list today, honestly. Uh, my couple leaderboards for you. Our main man, Jake McManus, is back. Huh? Who, Jake McManus? Our favorite Bob Costas-style reporter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Caesar Flickerman himself. Yeah, He's that back. whole the whole opening scene where they're doing like a morning talk show in front of no one in the middle of a garden made no fucking sense. Why wouldn't you be inside? And as I've explained, the garden is what makes the least sense to me. Well, because it technically is inside, but that's neither here nor there. So he's back. Love that guy. And honestly, Gaius is getting a leaderboard for me today. Yeah, he is killing it in this episode my man is straight snoozing during this like little united nations mm-hmm. meeting that they're at <laughs> just mm-hmm. a real sleepy poopy for no reason it wasn't they didn't like face down pre-set up like oh gaius is really tired or like oh gaius is so stressed he just is like fuck this i'm sleeping he doesn't care gaius in this season is not like a cult leader and he's not like honestly he's i get i kind of get it i'm coming around to gaius yeah i i i didn't think it'd be I, possible I agree. It's and it's easier to see why cuz all of a sudden we're dunked into this weird relationship that he and Starbuck have and it's easier to see why Guys that has would banged, exist. like every person on the ship. Both but, of them too feels like they have, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're meant for each other. Yeah. Um, um when does Cap- who's the Caprica that gets pregnant with Saul and when does that occur? What you? What the hell are you talking about? Pregnant with? Remember at the end of the show, Caprica has a baby and it's eye patches baby. Uh, I don't. It's born yeah, and it has an eye patch already. <laughs> Who could know? Who could even know? Cool, cool. We got literally nothing out of this experience. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Looney Bird of the week, none other than my main man Lee. Do you remember the interrogation scene? Yeah, interrogation scene. Lee is 
so far off the charts in this scene. It's fucking unreal. He literally calls himself judge, jury, and executioner. He's fucking unhinged for he sure. Throw, he's like throwing briefcases. He's screaming in this guy's face, telling him that like the judicial system doesn't exist. Don't know why. <laughs> it's like he's he. they were like, we're going to do good cop, bad cop. And instead, he was like, I'm just going to act crazy. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He causes that guy to kill himself. No, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. Tom says he didn't do it. And I think that was implied that the because they were like, it's either a suicide or a murder. Who fucking did it then? I think that it was because at the end of that episode, we see him kind of make eyes with uh, fucking Eyepatch's wife. I think she had something to do with it. Really? Boy, that shirt never gets brought up again. If she just yeah. casually like slit the wrist so this terror snuck into a cell, that doesn't right. seem right. Well, I don't think that she herself did it, but I feel like she maybe orchestrated it because it wouldn't make sense for him to kill himself. Unless unless we're to believe that Lee killed him. But that doesn't get brought up again either. Alright, what's you what's your things? Um, I am going to give that like not a lot of room for leaderboard and shit list in <laughs> no, this one, huh? Not really. Just like not a whole lot going on. I'm gonna give a shit list to um the Sharon that's with because I don't even know which one's Boomer and which one's Sharon. Like, they're all the same to me now. It's impossible to discern. Did you catch that little Boom g- Boom sh- uh, dancing with Gaeta? Yes. So correct. So, G- Hilo must have never been on this ship before, right? Correct. Correct, correct, correct. Because there's a hundred fucking Boom Booms running around. Correct. No idea what's happening. There's Ugh, Boom Booms God. all over the place. But she, like, he... So, something that's, like, crazy is that in this episode, Hilo figures out that... There are Cylons that look like humans. Like, this is the first time he's ever – he, like – he's, like, what, were they twins? I don't fucking think so. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, really Sherlock's that whole thing together. You are an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, twins, two murderous-looking robots walking towards you doing, like, the exact same motions looking – not like twins, but, like, actual identical twins. They couldn't have been twins. So he figures it out, but – Share, Imagine boom, boom. that for the rest of Hilo's life, no matter who, if he ever meets a pair of twins, he's going to be like, they're killer robots. <laughs> they got to be robots. They got to be robots. So, but Sharon is like, yeah, but maybe she does like the dumbest. She, she's like, yeah, but if they were really manipulating human genomes, like maybe, I don't know, the the Cylons that are humans could like learn to feel and maybe even love. <laughs> it was just and he's like, like don't God. be crazy. Yeah, she's really Yeah, shut it. the fuck up with this stupid, like, big ass Wait. Exposing yourself. You know what just occurred well, to me? Go on. This whole show takes place only within the course of nine months. Oh, my God. What well, I can't. Has that ever occurred to you before? That just hit me. No. Because she, or like maybe a little bit after that, but she only has the baby for like the end, like ha- last half of the last yeah. season, right? Yeah. So like uh, a year. This yeah. is like about a year. Fuck. Or maybe not. Does she ever get to be like she's like a toddler? Maybe I feel like she's a toddler. I feel like I feel like it's it's like maybe like a year and a half minimum or two years. That's How wild. Yeah, it is. It is bizarre that we've made such leaps uh, in this small amount of time. Jesus. Um, I'm gonna give a leaderboard to that little mole face man that starts a fight with Lee. You talking about Attila? Because he calls Attila because he calls Lee uh, Flyboy. And I thought that was funny as yeah, hell. Yeah, that was I've, good. I love it when anyone dunks on Lee. Yeah, I was cracking up. It's like, listen, fly boy. And then also, but like, that guy's going to get a goober of the week too because then he 
decides to start a fight with Lee, picks up a bottle and smashes him and doesn't even break it. It just bops Lee on the head. And no, then later, that was amazing. Lee he finishes didn't... the... Like, you see someone pick up a bottle, of course you're assuming it's going to get smashed. <laughs> he doesn't do it. Yeah, And, and he, then he, Lee finishes like... the fight by smashing it on his fucking Attila the Hunt face. Yeah, and it looks like he's going to smash it against the bar and he doesn't. He just clunks him in the head with a bottle. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, put him on. Ah, oh, so sweet and so, and so kind. Mm. You know what they say about horns? They're kind and sweet. Very sensual horns, my friend. This week's episode is brought to you by, and it's important that I note that it is July 2nd. Uh huh. The US of A, baby! Okay. Now, I want to be clear. Yep, please do. That I am talking about nothing related to politics here. Yes, boy. There we go. That's my guy. But I very much enjoy Fourth of July, which is in two days. Yep. And I very much enjoy our girls doing their thing out on the soccer field right now, whooping Uri Buddy's Urs. There are two reasons, three reasons to really love America. There's like 140,000 reasons to hate it, for sure. Yeah. We're not doing anything about that. Here's a big three. Number one, 4th of July, as you mentioned. Number two, all national sports. I mean, it's dope right now. It's women's soccer, but like Olympics, you know I'm in. Mm. Winter Olympics, fine. Mm. Uh, fucking men's soccer, great. Mm. We're, like, give it, give it all to me. Like rug, rugby World Cup last yes. summer or last last summer Olympics rather, I got very into the uh, women's volleyball team. Mm. Their run was fucking dope. I think that legitimately think women's volleyball is more fun to watch than men's volleyball because men's volleyball they're all such fucking crazy strong motherfuckers that it doesn't last very long. Each little um, set oh, is like yeah. like it's like a couple they're... hits and a spike. Women's volleyball there's a lot more rallies. It's much more exciting to me. Bunch of spike lords for sure. Yeah, big spiky nuts. <laughs> it's just it's July. It's Fourth of July. I enjoy because you get all all the stuff I like. You get to put it into one. You get to hang out with your friends. It's very much a lot of the weekend vibes we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't mean the pop star. You get to go outside. You get to grill. You get to flip some burgs. You get to toss some dogs. You get to play with some real dogs. Mm -hmm. You get to toss a frizz. Mm -hmm. You get to play a little can jam, play a little stump, Mm -hmm. hammer stump. You know that game? You've, like, tried to make me do that game. I don't – I'm not interested, but I'm sure it's fun. Uh, You get to – The other great reason to love America is that it gives you a reason to hate England. I mean, that's the other great – and that's universal. That's sports and otherwise – there was this great – I sent this to Wilder last night, but there was this great um, headline for, like, one of the fucking scrub papers. Like, it's not one of their, like, major things, but it was about how the women's American soccer players were too arrogant. And it was, like, the whole angle was, like, these fucking arrogant Yankees, which is such a goddamn lark because all European soccer freaks are a bunch of – they all are, like, popping their shirts off when they score goals, doing backflips and shit. And the, this American women's team is just, like, standing there. And Alex Morgan on her birthday scored a goal and pretended to drink tea. And let me be very clear. Go on. Do not. I say, I say, do not come to me and talk shit about Alex Morgan. Never. Not. How could you? On my watch. No. Not on my watch. Uh, matter of fact, nothing on our watch. England, stay the fuck. Keep our fucking names out your mouth. Okay? Because you know what happened last time? little thing I like to call the Revolutionary War. Yeah, and I'm looking at you, all of my friends in England who listen to this show. That's right. I'm looking at you, Wilder's mom, who lives in England. Let me just 
list the things that we have that you don't. Number one, proper English. Yep. Number two, mm, you got any bald eagles over there? <laughs> I don't fucking think so. Not a goddamn chance. Do you have freedom? No. Does freedom ring? Nope. In little old England. Drive on the wrong side of the road? Check. Ugh. Maths? I feel like we've had to have talked about yeah, this. Yeah, I feel like we kind of dunk on England a lot. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been dunking on England because I I do, like, there's a time and a place for England. I go every year. I enjoy it. But right now, you fucking had the audacity to call out our girls. Yeah, don't you dare. Talking some shit? How did you think that was going to end? Especially in that regard. To call them to call them arrogant, which has been a narrative of the entire World Cup, of this Women's World Cup, is that the Americans are too arrogant. So, we just want to appreciate our girls today. And we want to appreciate, I hope everyone has a good 4th of July. See some fireworks, that's another great thing about it. Yeah. Fireworks, I could take or leave. To be uh, honest. Ooh, what? To me, fireworks are never disappointing. Even the worst firework, I mean the worst firework sucks, but like even a very medium firework still gets me going. Here's here's my issue. The fireworks for me, I love. It's tough because fireworks also like <laughs> they freak out like more dogs than they don't freak out. <laughs> uh, and like for some people it's like they're incredibly stressful and I'm like, "Huh, this feels very selfish that I like these big giant explosions, oh, but for like for sure. lots of dogs and many people, it's just like a huge source of anxiety." Did dogs like, liberate us from England though? Right. It was I do recall that it was fireworks that liberated us from England. That's so exactly that, right, baby. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I love to support our firework troops yeah. more than anything. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I support you know what? Let's tie it all back. Let's let's knock this one out of the park. You know what I love most about America, baby? Do it. The wonderful country of immigrants and different cultures that have come together to create it. That's what I love about America. Yeah. Oh! There's my guy. Yeah. So I got you on my side. Now I'd like to get you off of it. <laughs> Please have a seat. Uh, oh, no. We don't even have to do this if you don't want. I could, I could feel what's coming. Go on. Have a seat. Okay. Do I'm, me a favor. I'm seated. I mean, I do Are the whole sitting? thing seated. I see him seated. Okay. Now, picture this. I don't want to. You're on the internet. You're checking your email. Uh, looks all good today, huh? Nothing to nothing nothing out of order there. You check your spam filter. Ah, there was all those nasties. Those that's where those went. Wouldn't it be great if you had a fucking spam filter for real mail? May I present to you? A little robot guard who stands in front of your mail, reads them, and then if it's spam, hands it back to the the postal worker and says, "This ain't the one." Mm-hmm. What you think? So this is a this is a. Oh, I didn't say this is business with Beanzo. <laughs> this is a segment where I. Uh, Wilder Shaw, a phenomenal inventor, genius entrepreneur, all around, uh, all around big boy. Yeah. Uh, present to Jesse, uh, someone who wouldn't know a good idea if it marched in here with a box of crackers for him. <laughs> we wouldn't. We would present my ideas to him, and he has a choice to invest mm-hmm. in them, which he so far hasn't done, and has lost out on lots of opportunities. Here's all right. So now, so robot mail guard. Robot mail guard. Um, not. Certainly not your worst, not by a long shot. Now, here's my initial concern. Um, first and foremost, the United States Postal Service already sort of struggling. Uh, <laughs> now what you're going to do is 
basically tell these people that work so hard, no, no, there'll be a guard <laughs> to stop you from doing your job, yeah. which eventually will deter spam mail from even happening because we'll know it'll be returned. No, that's not even – well, first, they got to answer three riddles so they can – the robot could determine they're at the right house. Of course, it is a troll as well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that it's shaped like a troll. Troll bot. You didn't say that it was a robot troll, in which case I have so many more questions. Yes, so you walk up and you, he's not for he, first of all you can't see him as you approach <laughs> so because you got to keep postal workers on their toes so he'll mm-hmm. zip zip out of somewhere it depends on the layout of your house he might he might lift up a tile come right there he might shoot up from the sewer behind you he might you know Spider-Man style come down on a thread upside down he might uh, you know come out of the mail slot itself you never know I mean yeah clearly. So Robot Troll asks you three riddles. They're, they're, they're based on the house, of course, so you have to get the three riddles right about the house you're delivering your mail to. And you have already told Robot Troll, Trollbot, Trollbot Mail Guard, 6,000, if which ones you want, which ones you don't want. I think I could, I think I could, um, I could maybe understand this and potentially invest in this more if uh, I could see how it worked. Mm-hmm. So I have an idea. I'll be the postman, mm-hmm. and you could be this little robot troll, Riddleman. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so I'm just I'm a, a friendly postal worker. <laughs> Here I go. I'm gonna open the. Hello. Yep. Hello. Welcome to Wilder's big sexy dream future house. It just looks like a normal house. It is different on the inside. Okay. <laughs> So what are you? What are you? What is this? How? What are we doing here? So I am the Trollbot guard, Mail Guard Six Thousand, and in order to uh, deliver mail, you must answer me these riddles three. Oh, so that's a you're keeping me from delivering the mail. That's a that is a federal offense of the federal kind. The rules do not apply for I am a robot. <laughs> now listen up. I don't want to do this voice anymore. I'm just going to switch characters here. <laughs> <clears throat> what? Is the name of Wilder's first pet? Uh, spunk, big spunk. See, at this point, you will have been assaulted by thousands of rocket launchers oh. because you did get the question wrong. It's sort of a drone strike, yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, because of the violence and because of the laws it breaks, and because of the scary voice you did, I'm going to say I'm out on this business with Beanzo. Good concept, not a bad concept. Uh, you did find a problem needing solving, and you solved it in the worst way possible, which sort of seems to be your specialty. So thank you so much for um, proposing this, I guess. When does Gaius betray everybody and go to uh, trial? We we watched it. No, uh, we don't need to. I just remember him in trial. What did he do? What he do? He, he He's chummy with the silence. Chummy? Yeah, he's he's hanging out in their little palace for a while. Yeah, but what does he do? Man, I don't remember. Don't ask me this. Fine. Fuck. Anything else you got then? We don't even need to do that. We don't need to do this because we know what we know that he did something. That wasn't even a a question we previously had. Now you're just testing our memories. But I just don't remember what it is. I was maybe thought you would, but I should have known that you're an idiot. You got any other questions? I don't think so. I like the part where Lee was talking about how stinky Starbuck was. I guess that was kind of fun when he was like, you should wash that uniform. She's like, I washed it. He's like, what, oh, last yeah, yeah, month? Yeah. I like the part where Starbuck sprayed him with a hose and he went, ah, like a little girl. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like the part when she 
beats up that assassin trained assassin with a cane. <laughs> yeah, really good. That was a dream team situation. I'll give them a little half a leaderboard each. That was a, combining that was to a, one leaderboard. That's a that's the duo right there. That was another good fight scene. Yeah, we talked about the other fight scene being pretty good. That happened in that like museum. This season is so much different. Yeah, it's goddamn. It's better when it doesn't take place on a spaceship, huh? It's better. It's better. Well, before we get played out by that uh, sexy, sweet, savory, salty, cheesy little tasty little theme song that Bad Ty wrote us. Oh boy! I want to yep. give uh, some shout outs. Uh, we got some numbers popping up in India. It must have been the Savannah, Georgia, Austin Powers big time. That's an India specialty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it there. But we're very excited you're listening. We're even more excited that we have somehow managed to not do any racist Indian accents yet. Oh, my God. Please don't even bring it up or we might yeah. accidentally do it before yeah, the end of here. Yeah, avoided that. Uh-huh. Uh, we also got some numbers coming out of a city that I like a lot. Home of toasted ravioli and incorrectly sliced bagels, St. Louis. Ooh, okay. Shout to you guys in the SL. Yeah. STL? Is it STL or SL? STL, I believe. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Uh, beefed it already. Yep. And, uh... Okay. Phoenix, Arizona dropped off the radar, which means that you're dropped off my radar, frankly. Yep. Peace out, X. You've already been X'd. You're my XX. Yeah. Sorry. X ain't gonna give it to you. Yep, good one. Sick ref. Yeah, You're full dunk, of them. Dunk their fucking bones off. Well, thanks, y'all. Shouts to Adam Faye for the art and Chibone Jones for this cheesy, sexy, salty, savory, uh, Ooh, lovely, so crunchy music.